we go. Okay. Now I don't have to edit what he just stated. Ayo! Ayo! <laughs> oh. oh, back again. Oh, this All is... Right. Well, hello everyone. Welcome He's... to another episode of Lorecast Eternal. You I'm... beautiful bastards. We are totally not starting two hours late. 100% no. Oh, no, oh, not yeah. at all. Anyway. Yeah, because somebody had to take a two-hour Listen, nap time... Listen, time... on a... Time is a man-made construct. What is late? Time is a man-made construct that I must follow because if I don't, I get fired. Yeah, that's, You're going to tell me to fuck fair. off. I completely understand. No, 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 Jacob. I wasn't going to tell you to fuck off. I was just going to ask you, what time are we getting to the uh, to the water park for your birthday? Are we getting there late? Are we getting there late, Jacob? Yeah, we're not getting there late. That's what I thought. <laughs> All right, folks. Welcome back. I'm Philip. I am Jacob. I am Mitchell. Why do you sound like you're dying inside, Mitchell? Because he is. Uh, my lungs are dying. I don't have COVID. It's just more of like, I just need to do a deep... Like, just give... <sighs> Breathe in that nice, fresh oxygen, my friend. Anyway, it's good to see all you people again. Welcome to episode three of Lorecast Eternals. And this, uh, t- tonight, we are going to be going over the eight realms. Yeah! So hopefully this won't be as long as... The last episode because that one, that one ran on a little what, longer. You don't than like eight-hour episodes. It depends on what I'm doing, but I want to say listening to an eight-hour podcast definitely is more of a minority for me than a majority for me. That's fair. But um, so like I said, we're going to be covering the realms vaguely this episode, and like we've said in the past too, this is going to be a very vague um, description. We will be going over this once more at a later date in much greater detail. So, before we dive into the mortal realms, the eight of them, I'm going to give a very brief description, once again, as to how the mortal realms were created. Can I interrupt you for real quick? No. Our social medias are still a thing. Oh yeah, that is a thing. We had one guy follow us on Twitter. I am. I have no clue where he's located. We got someone from, (laughs) where, where was it? Sweden or Switzerland? With the last episode. Switzerland, right? Um, so episode one, it was Denmark and Australia. Now it's like Switzerland, Denmark, I don't know Australia. Why, but this makes me very happy. And just like, mm, yes, I'm, I am. Wait. My wait. words. I have a meme for this. Miss a worldwide. But yes, no, well, I'm just. Because I'm way too lazy to say things. It's going to be in the description. There's going to be our Twitter tag, our Facebook, um, our email. Have you got around to doing Instagram yet? No. We'll be putting that one up relatively soon. (laughs) That's so you say. We're all social media... I go on Facebook like once a week. What are you talking about? We'll be getting to that as soon as we can. and We'll try to make it a little better than probably what it currently is but it is a work in progress yes but no if you have any questions um the best by far because i by far the best ones to do it is facebook or email but also take twitter um we'll take what we can get 100 just don't be afraid to ask these questions death threats via email are still optional dude if if you do it if you if you send me a message over facebook and i'm at work i do a whole lot of nothing at work I got plenty of time to respond. I know. You know, Mitch, maybe you shouldn't say that on a recorded podcast. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to not say anything for my job because... Yeah. 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 Anyhow. Right. Anyway. Any other... Moving on. Any other big announcements? 
Um, Philip no. is pregnant. <laughs> yes, it's your child. <laughs> oh, awesome. Anywho, so before we jump into the eight realms, I'm going to give a brief description of how the mortal realms were, the mortal realms were created. Now we did go over this a little bit last episode. I'm just going to do it one more time as a more set in stone narrative for the realms. So once again, the mortal realms were created when the old world, which was the Warhammer fantasy um, world, which, uh, which was the game that predated Age of Sigmar, got blowed up by chaos. And all of the primordial magics that inhabited that world, the um, eight lords of magic, kind of floated around in the etheric void and whatnot, and then recondensed into the mortal realms. And each lore of magic made a mortal realm. So each realm kind of mirrors the lore of magic that created it. So, for instance, Shaish, which is the realm of death, mirrors the uh, lore of death. Remember, it was called lore of vampires. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's lore of death. That created it. So that's basically is a rundown of how those were made. Each mortal realm, I believe, is um, spherical in shape. So they're akin to planets, but they're not really planets, technically. And they just kind of float around and revolve around each other in the etheric void Look, of all, bullshit. All I'm saying is that every depiction I've ever seen of a mortal realm makes it look like flat earth theory is a thing. <laughs> You're not wrong, but apparently it's a sphere, so that's just what I'm going to be going with. That's fair. Apparently. Yeah, yeah I was doing research, and it stated that the sphere had an edge, so I don't know. <laughs> I Listen, I am Confucian. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they, they, but they are, they, they're, they're separate, but they're in the same, like, dimension, I guess, which is why you have the whole, like, during the Age of Chaos, when, like, Akshi was basically on fire because of corn, you could see it in the sky from other of the other realms is because they exist in the same area they just kind of orbit each other like planets but not really because that makes sense i guess yeah um there's a little bit more that goes into it realistically it's not too too complicated that's the bare bones is pretty much all you really need to know but once again when we go over the realms at a later date we'll give a more detailed version of that but as far as how the realms were created that's basically what it is um, and with that, I'm going to pass the mic over to Mitchell, and he will get us started with the eight realms. Oh my, I have to go first. Okay. I'm left-handed to my left. That's how it works, bud. <sighs> look, look, clock, um, clockwise. Clockwise, yes. uh, I, I understand how this works. I'll start <clears throat> with Old Goo. Goo. <laughs> I, th- I think I pronounced that correctly. All I'm saying is, whoever made this realm was drinking was drinking a big glass of water, and he was like, "Yeah, that's it." <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's the realm for all the edge lords out there. Nothing but shadows, and well, just more shadows are really located into this realm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. So, would you say that whenever I play D and D and I create my super edgy rogue character backstory thing? Would this be appropriate for him, or is it not edgy enough? Um, I mean, how how, how shadows, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make an edumacated guess here, and I'm going to assume that the race that inhabits this realm is um, the dark elves, primarily at least. Quote. 
Starkel's quote? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll take you for your quote. It's not orcs. It's orcs. goddammit. it. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take your quote. Um, the per- the god that ru- that runs this realm is Malak. Malarian. <laughs> Hashtag Malakith. Malakith. Uh, gotcha. Um, yeah. No. It's. I will always mess that up because my boy Malakith go strong. Um, and I think a really interesting fact about this realm is going to be th- chaos could not invade this realm quite well they just there would be times there would be a chaos army that would invade a shadow would go over them and when the shadow left it was just a field of corpses so what I'm hearing is malaria malarian god damn it hashtag (laughs) malakith malarian just kind of went aggressively hard um it was either that or the shadow can i'm not sure what the sh- there's very little information about this realm by the way i feel it's, like that makes sense like if you go like on the wiki it's just like two paragraphs mm-hmm. they're, they're not really big paragraphs uh uh now yes oh well i wrote this paragraph as i was talking that is whack um i already covered all that i was covering in that paragraph okay some fun facts <laughs> about this realm. There's that was there's so much not information in that, but I feel like it fits <laughs> just because I'm the shadow. I work in the darkness. You will never find me. It's just kind of like the aesthetic. I feel like that's a quote from that manga I showed you. But regardless, <laughs> um, the terror guys that are in the realm of Shayish actually are believed to have ancestors that are orig- that originated in Olgu. Huh. That is fun fact. Number one. And terror guys are the big zombie bat things, right? I believe so. Gotcha. Um, now, fun fact number two. Um, Ogu is where the Daughters of Cain's biggest temple, Hagnar, is located. So if you want to take a wild guess, that's just a lot of blood. And a lot of war. Yeah, that... But hashtag not blood for the blood god, blood for the murder god. Exactly. Hey, can I get a little cane up in here? Yeah. Uh, well, I was actually reading this um, about this. The daughters of Cain. Fun fact is, they're trying to find all the shards of the um, Avatar of Cain. Oh, that's an without knowing they're trying to find all the shards of Avatar of the Avatar of Cain because you can't ma- Marathi can't be bothered to tell anybody that she has the only shard left and that technically the god is dead. Yep. Yep. And Kane doesn't actually exist anymore. Because Marathi yep. the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I will go on to the major inhabitants because there's a whole lot of nothing for this realm. Shadows? Shadows? I want to die. <laughs> oh god, I want to kill myself after this one. Um, Daughters of Kane. Okay. Clearly. Yep. Um... The Deepkin. Oh, the Deepkin were more in Shaiish. Nope, they're located here. Um, this is where, because the Deepkin and the Daughters of Cain had a lot of battles and they had like large war and it was just recently in the Age of Sigmar, I believe, that they stopped their warring. Oh. And they became allies. Okay. Um, the Flesh Eater Courts. Well, there's one, I believe. There's a couple located there. Um, Demons? Question mark? Question mark, question mark. Mm-hmm. Slanesh may or may not be somewhere in Olgu, I'm just saying. <laughs> but do demons live anywhere? So I just put demons as that. Um, something called the Shadowkin. 
So then I put in parentheses, Shadow Demons? Next Sigmar army? <laughs> um, something uh, I called think we the, need to rework the cities first. Something called the Shroudling Kings? Shroudling Kings, which Shroudling are King. fire slayers that made packs with Shadowkin. Huh. Yeah. The Legion of the Asgore. That sounds like Beastmen. Nope. No? Uh, that's Chaos Dwarves. Huh. Oh, oh Asgore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Humans? Clearly. And, uh, what? Humans are fucking everywhere, dude. Yeah. Fuck me. Okay, I guess. Dude, Free I labor. didn't even cover inhabitants on my realms because literally it's all just there. like... Yeah, it's just like... Pick an order. Pick like pick literally any race from the order of uh or from the alliance of order. It's there, and they're living there. And yeah. It's just like okay. Um, and then the Sylvaneth. What? Ooh. Oh, are those those super edgy like dark think, Sylvan? Yeah. What do they call like the dark birds or the dark wood or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. But I I had a stroke while reading all of this because by gosh I wrote those notes at work. Your strong is appreciated. Thanks, the streets are spleeking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that will never not so be the, funny. So this realm contains... <laughs> Dwarmans and herbs. What? Oh, God, the Strongs. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, God. Is someone smelling toast? <laughs> I think one? I'm having a strong. <laughs> All right. Take the next one. All right. Next up, we got Azir. Ah, the main character of the Eight Mortal Realms. Let's <laughs> yeah, just keep basically. it real. All I'm saying is, if all of the realms are in like in a room, they're all humans. Every single one would have normal ass hair, but Azir would have like the Yu-Gi-Oh hair with like the fucking like purple blonde spikes and shit. That's what that's all I'm saying. All right. So uh, Azir. It's also known as the Realm of Heaven or the Celestial Realm. And it has a bunch of different names because in the Age of Chaos, uh, uh, there was a bunch of different refugees from across the mortal realms that all went to Azir to escape chaos. And so they all have different names for it. Why do I feel like one of those names came from Archeon and it's just it's just the cardboard box that Dick Bad Sigmar lives in? <laughs> no, but I like it. <laughs> Alright, so it is obviously ruled by Sigmar, um, and their symbol is the uh, the Comet of Power, go figure, because oh, Sigmar likes his comets. I, anyway. I, I'm actually very surprised that Sigmar did not name this realm after himself. I know, right? Is it Azir? It's just Sigzir? <laughs> so, um, big thing about Sig, Azir... Sig cast the turtles. <laughs> no, Sig cast Sig turtles. Oh, God. With their signature strike. <laughs> Fucking done with both of you. <laughs> Alright, we're ending the podcast. Well, everyone, it's been a, it's been lovely getting to know you. We will officially no longer be doing this. The elves captured six six celestials. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I swear to god, I will go to your house tonight. The great horn Sigmar. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. And my five-minute section on Azir just became a 30-minute section. Listen, I have to, Mitchell had a strong. I have to give Philip a strong. I already know I'm going to have a strong. Like, You're going to have a strong at the age of, like, 30 and I'm die. Just, I'm just trying to keep the pattern, guys. All right. Uh, I will quit fucking with you. I apologize. 
Yeah. Um, in terms of their culture and things like that, uh, Azir is seen as the... Um, it's so c- closely connected to the gods uh, that it's seen as very much a, a realm of, like, prophecies and Gods greatness. or God? Gods, plural. Like, all, like... Because, because it was in Azir that the original pantheon of order was founded. Okay, so there's there's worship of all the different deities, whether it be destruction or mm-hmm. order or well, yeah, death. and like I said, in the age of chaos, a bun a bunch of different peoples came to Azir seeking asylum. Okay, so yeah, but uh, and it looks so Azir itself. It's not just the plane. It's also to a certain extent like the 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 void surrounding it. The, the heavens, right? It. Yeah, the heavens, because there's just. A lot of, like, stars and planets and celestial bodies that just are in Azir. Well, don't don't, don't the Lizardmen also live up in the upper echelons of Azir? Because that's where they, like, yeah, that's where they like, like, drink star juice and become the starborn, right? Yeah, so, oh, you want to know a funny story about how they got there? So Dracotheon was just flying through the nothingness one day. And yeah, the he slan- found him. Well, no, like, the Slan contacted him. The Slan were like, Big Papa Dragon, and Big Papa Dragon was like, oh, Help, hello, my please. children, and the Slan were like, would you like to know where we come from? And Dracotheon was like, well, yeah, sure, why not? Let me go ahead and, oh, my God, this is the worst shit I've ever seen, and literally starts crying and, like, flees back to his ear because he's like, this is horrible, and the Slan are like, oh, look, silver er, silver tear dust things. Let's Dragon follow that. Let's just go over there. Yeah, and so they follow the How'd tears. How'd you get of... here? We followed your depression. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> And that's literally how the slan uh, got to. Um, Could you imagine how it? fucking horrible the world you must come from when, like, a godly mega dragon of all creation is like, "Oh man, where do you come from? Oh, this place." And he's like, "Jesus fucking Christ!" And just leaves. Yeah. He's just like, "Nope." Yeah, but no, Dracothian was literally like, "This is the most horrible thing I've ever seen. I don't want to. I don't want to listen to this anymore." And leaves. But no, um, in terms of like their architecture and things like that. Uh, think very much uh, Roman style. So like lots of arches, lots of domes, um, colonnades. A classic like Latin that. shit, kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh no, exactly. 100%. I'm down with that. So, and then a little bit of their history. Uh, during the Age of Myth, that was when the Slan followed Dracotheon. And then Sigmar also flattened Mount Celestian uh, for, the pan- for the Pantheon. In the Age of Chaos, uh, Sigmar closed off all of the realm gates leading to Azir and locked down the realm so Chaos couldn't invade. Yep. And then proceeded to just go on a purge and purged all corruption from Azir. And uh, let's see here. And then, of course, in the Age of Sigmar, they reopened uh, the gates and the Stormcast Eternals came out. Uh, One important thing to note is that uh, Malice, the remnant of the world that was, was actually dr- uh, dragged to um, it was, was dragged it, it was into dragged. Azir by Dracotheon. Yeah. yeah, we went over that last episode when we were talking mm-hmm. about it because he was like, oh yeah, pretty shiny orb thing and then he saw Sigmar and he was like, what the fuck is this whole last person doing here? Yeah, so he drags it to Azir or to, yeah, to Azir and that becomes the core from which they uh Mine all Sigmarite, and <laughs> uh, that's what becomes the core from which they mine all Sigmarite. The really impressive thing about Malice, though, is that do you, do you know the Iron Ring around Mars in 40k? Mm-hmm. They basically recreate one of those on Malice, 
So Malice's ring, is, it has an orbital ring of towers surrounding it. And that's where the forges of the six smiths are located. And that's where Grungni uh, uh, toils away. And that is where all Stormcast Eternals are, are forged and things like that. So uh, are they rings or are they sig rings? Well, considering it's called the Sigmarabulum, <laughs> you're not wrong. I want to die! You were so close! God damn it! But yeah, no, it's called the Sigmarabulum. Oh, God, <laughs> And then there's also the Sigmaron. Well, this is the last episode you're going to see me because I'm going to go fucking kill myself after this one. But no, then there's also the Sigmaron, which is the palace of Sigmar. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> oh no, see, what that's what makes it even better. I am in physical pain. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then, of course, the inhabitants of uh, Azir are mostly human, but there's a mix of basically every... Dwarves, yada, yada, yada. Um, dwarves, elves, humans. Uh, there's actually also... They uh, or an important thing to note is that's also where the Draconids in the uh, uh, oh, I'm gonna forget what they're called now. Um, that the mounts that no the Star Drakes and the Draconids and all that shit. Mm-hmm, the mounts that the Stormcast Eternals ride on. That's actually where most of them are found. And that's they, not And they themselves are actually sentient creatures, and they have their own language amongst themselves and things like that. Oh, okay, but that's that's Sigmar for the most part. <laughs> I mean, no, no, you're right. No, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I know I'm not wrong. You're it's right. Just... I, uh, oh, God. Can, I'm just going to go now. Yeah, please okay. go ahead. Jesus. Save me. Um, save me, please. <laughs> Brother, I have been here. It's time for your strong. Ah! So, All right, um, we got to mess with him. We got to fuck him up. Please, fuck. Just fuck me up, fam. Oh, ow, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Why did you spray me with water? I mean, would you prefer I sprayed you with absinthe? I'm going to vape aggressively in your general direction and watch you choke out and fucking die. <laughs> Anywho, you fucking cunt. Bunch of dicks. <laughs> um, I'm going to be... You fucking spray me again. I swear to God, this podcast is ending in a fucking homicide. Um, the fuck keep my eyes on y'all now? I'm going to be talking about... Uh, I believe it's pronounced um, Shimon or Kamon. I think might be wrong, but it's um one of the it's considered basically one of the two dwarven realms. It is the realm of metal, and <clears throat> um this is where the uh, Karadon overlords, the majority of them have their where they uh, roost. Uh, technically, would be the correct word there. They roost there, but yeah. So like, this is the realm of metal, like molten, like quicksilver streams flow and like l- l- you know l- lava and things like that. They have whole plains of bronze and just plains of metal, trees of silver, all, all kinds of crazy shit like that. Um, but this is also basically Zincha's playground, even before the Age of Chaos, because the entirety of Shimon is it's basically a realm of of change, of transfiguration, of fusion, of technology, of science, naturally. You can have trees j- turn from wood to, 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 to a metal to sapphire and crazy things like that. 
Um, it, basically, the realm is an ever-changing is is an ever-changing plane of existence. It's a nexus of just change. Um, How does anything grow there? Uh, I'm gonna get to that. Okay. It doesn't. <laughs> That's the neat part. Um, so and the That's far the neat part you don't and the far and so it is stated that the farther out you go from Shaman, like from the center. Um, things are in a constant state of flux to such a high degree that it ba- basically causes madness. So I'm not going to assume it's just like flash on, flash off, flash on, flash off, and it's just shit like constantly changing. Um, You're saying flash on, and I'm like, head on, fly straight to <laughs> the forehead. Fly directly to the forehead. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. But you do bring up an app question because that's actually stated that like as far as water goes, that's decently abundant, but food is very hard to come by because... You can grow things, and then they can just change from plants to fucking metal or to a gemstone or something like that. So food is hard to cultivate. However, if you, I, if you prepare it a certain way, I'm assuming there's some sort of magical means you can actually make it edible. But as far as livestock comes, if anyone who's not native to Shimon eats the livestock there or the, the, the game, it can potentially be toxic to them. So I'm assuming it's just all the random magic change bullshit from the plane in them. Okay. Um... But so this realm was more associated with Grungi, the uh, dwarven uh, god of smithing. It's where he worked before he neglected his children <clears throat> forever. <laughs> he feels um, really bad about that. Yeah, he does. Um, and they also have a rune for their area. Uh, it's called the Soaring Eagle, I believe. Uh, basically, think like a ring that has an arrow point coming out of the top, more or less the top. That's kind of what it looks like. Um... And the magic that is most associated with uh, Shimon would be metal spells, or more specifically, gold spells. So, hashtag Balthazar Guilt. <clears throat> My boy. Hashtag. Fuck you, Manfred. Um, Shim- so, going back into a little bit of their history, uh, Shimon is where Sigmar initially found the two dwarven gods chained to that mountain. I think it was called the Iron, the Iron, the Iron Mountains or something like that, is where, the, is where he found and freed them. Um... And, and that is, and then once Grungi was freed, he stayed in Shimon and he established the um, the Iron Carrick or Karak Carrick, I believe, Carricks, what, what the dwarven cities are called, ah. as well as the uh, the Kazalid, 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 Kazalid Empire, which are just the dwar- dwar- dwarven shit, the land of the dwarves. Soon to fall, as all dwarves do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, uh, the, 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 the realm stone in Shimon is called Shamanite or Shamanite. And it's basically like super currency. Cause I think it's like, a, I think it's stated like a drop of Shamanite is worth like an entire chest of gold. Um, but they find that in abundance, I believe like closer to the center of Shimon. But that's like, that's a big thing of, that's a big thing of what they mine and whatnot is would be, sh- I, be I believe it's pronounced Shamanite. Um, so uh, one of the big things that happened in the Age of Myth, where it's also where one of the god beasts that was called, I think it's called the the, the Lode Griffin, made its home. It was it was basically just like attracted to the realm of metal because it had like magnetic blood and shit like that, and it came down and made its roost in Shimon and caused a bunch of mayhem because Shimon is basically an entire plane wide machine essentially. So its magnetic blood started fucking things up, and it caused a bunch of shenanigans. Um. And they tried to kill it a couple times, but it never worked because god beasts. Um, during the Age of Chaos, basically Zinch fucked everything up. Like Zinch was like, that realm, that's pretty hot. He wanted a piece of that, and a piece of it he got. 
I'm not going to go into crazy details, but as far as, like, the ground war is considered, Zinch basically fucking crumped everything aggressively. And I mean, like, the entire Dwarven Empire, everything was basically destroyed. But not the Sky Dwarves. So, and this is actually what caused the Sky Dwarves to become a thing, because, um, so in the sky above Shimon is something called Aethergold, and it was caught, and it was made by Grungi whenever he would, like, expel his breath while working. The um, sweat from his left nut. <laughs> musty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they would so that there were there were dwarves that would use flying machines and they would go and they would mine this aether gold and eventually they caught they they became the Carbon overlords because you know when they looked down and just saw a bunch of zinch mutants aggressively fucking murdering everyone they were del- they kind of were just like how about no uh, and that's exactly what they did they just fucking yoked to the sky and they made these big old sky ports which is why I said they roost because they're basically big floating cities in the sky and that's where they live and they have their ships and things like that. Um, and funny enough, during the Age of Chaos, the Carlin overlords were one of the only, besides Sigmar just basically locking his door to all of the hobos that were getting molested by Chaos, they're one of the few races that actually managed to fight off Chaos successfully, because after they ran to the sky, they had a couple wars trying to establish dominance, but they pretty quickly came to a consensus uh, with each other, and they made a set of laws that I forget the name of that I'll go over later, but basically it brought all of the holds under one singular law, so they wouldn't fight. And right about that time, Zinch demons came, and they were like, your home going to be my home. You could just be a shadow. No. Listen, 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 listen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep, oh. I keep my razor blades and my hobby tools where they belong. <laughs> hey This is a mature podcast. <laughs> hey, seriously. Yeah. Poop. But why, though? <laughs> Oh, you're so mature. I know, right? But why, though? Anyhow. Continue. Motherfuckers. The, the, the war that the Carl and Overlords fought against the Disciples of the Zinch was called, simply put, the Great Sky War. And um, they were outnumbered by Zinch. And they just kind of didn't give a shit. And it, they just won. Like, it's simple. There was no weird fucking aftermath or nothing crazy like that they just won they beat they 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 beat the zenith demons back and they established dominance over the sky they basically own the sky and that's been uncontested for a while now but like i said the ground war not so good um zenith did a bunch made a bunch of citadels and whatnot um it's where golem raz ended up landing after sigmar yoda at archeon and that didn't work out then the Zinch Sorcerer was siphoning power off it and doing crazy shit like that. And all in all, yeah. Ground, no bueno. Sky, more bueno. Got it. Uh, but that, 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 more or less, that's, that's Shimon. So. Mitchell. I don't like Angry Land. You don't like Angry so Land? So let's go to Deadland. Ayo! Ayo! Oh, what about saving the best for last? That's gur. Listen, if you say that Bone Daddy isn't best, the gash is gonna fucking come for you, because that's all it takes. <laughs> Enter the realm of Bone Daddy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then, so Sargish is also known as the realm of death, but, um, it's, it's kind of weird. Don't think it about, like, a really death death. Um, it's about, it's not the death of, like, endless suffering, but it's kind of like our imagination of an afterlife. So all souls go to Sargish, basically? Yes, um... But it's not, like, you ever watch that one episode of Family Guy and just like, huh, what's going on over there? And it's like some atheist that went to hell that's like a paradise for him, but the Christians are over like on the other side of the fence and they're all like screaming and dying and 
It's like that. What you believe your afterlife is supposed to be like, it will be created in Shaiish. Unless you piss off the gash. Yes. Cool. Yes. Um, so um, some notable things are the Halos, the, the land of dead heroes. Um, imagine just Valhalla. Or that also kind of sounds like Elysium for Greek heroes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, the Latchkey Isle, which is a, lab- a labyrinth paradise filled with gleaming treasures locked away behind impassable doors. Which, this is just the paradise for thieves. Mm-hmm. Because all they do is scheme and try to do heists. Yeah. Um, there is Athanasia? Euthanasia? Yeah, Athanasia. Ah, yes, sorry. Yes. Um, this is the land of peace of enlightenment, and here souls will be reborn. They die, and they get reborn again. It's an endless cycle of just life right there. Life and death. Yeah. I'm waiting for, and then Nagash fucked it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that the trust. Mm-hmm. 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 It's actually really not that. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's not. Well, actually, it's 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 to be determined. The more I think about it, it's more the age of chaos that did crap like that. Gotcha. Um, it's also instead of just you know the dead living there, surprisingly the living live there. I guess that I guess that that's what makes it not so stereotypical for like the land of death, is there actually is a decent amount of living people that just make their home there. It's just Russia. <laughs> I want my better cavalry, goddammit. Hold up. We're getting him in Warhammer 3. Y'all are aware that comes out like next month, right? CA and like September releases. comes after August. Aggressive baguette. Actually, I believe in this case it's high But um, as in like the realm of metal. There is very much they don't they live in what they're called the prime inner lands because if you go outside on the outer lands bad things happen. Um, well, there's death. You die. Well, <laughs> it's, it's death magic. It's technically what they is the equivalent to death magic. There's so much confidence behind that it kind of caught me off guard. You're gonna fucking uh, die. Um, amethyst magic. Well, it's um, amethyst magic goes on the edge of the realm, which is, I'm confused, because, you know, they're supposed to be spherical, but it's on the edge. Um, Think it like this. Flat land. Sphere of bullshit. <laughs> it's kind of how I take it. Like, the land itself is flat, and there's just a sphere of influence. Hashtag magical bullshit. <clears throat> okay. But when you go on the edge of the realm, it's just the, the amethyst magic will become so strong, you just go, thoop, dead. Because it's death magic. Yeah. So, um, here that's the reason why all the living people live in the inner realms, or the the, the prime inner realms. Or right. Yeah. Out, outer realms are bueno. Inner lands more bueno. Yes. Um. Let's see. I'm not sure if this is still very much status quo. Um. You know, they don't really give you a whole lot of information about these two. Like, yes, information about Shaiish. They have not updated what has happened to it after Line of Chaos. It's probably more of a have to read the books type thing or have to wait for books to come out for it and then read it. Yeah, it's, it is a fairly new game. but um, So it could be exactly like that after the Age of Chaos, just a little more hectic. Um, but there is the... Here, here, here's a really interesting thing. Is there a way of life? Um, the living and the dead often live together and there's a codependency. Really? Yeah. 
That's pretty interesting. Normally, there's a pretty big stigma between undead and not undead. Well, it's not all like that. But there's a... Well, the fact that there's anything like that is actually pretty neat, I think. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times there'd be like a princess or some royal figure that is having problems with a certain like issue. So they will call upon one of the ancestors that are dead and they literally talk to it. So is it like ghosty mm. boy or are they just summon a fucking zombie? Like this is my zombified grandfather and then some motherfucker with no ribs and half a jaw that's like, oh yeah, taxes and then just leaves or is it like <laughs> you're talking to your spirits like more like Mulan style. No, 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 um, no. Seriously, he's he's not missing like half of his rib cage and his and like his lower jaw. What it is is he has to like untie the knot around his head, keeping his jaw shut. And, <laughs> and then he, he sits talks. there, and then he sits there in front of your fireplace and tells you how how much of a bad person you are and how three other spirits are going to come talk to you, showing you the error of quit your it, ways. Quit it, 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 quit it. Um. <sighs> On Sanguinala. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's very much... There's a lot there's of times... There's only 18 it, Primarchs. There's only 18 Primarchs. There's only 18 Primarchs. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's 21. Shut up! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, a lot of times the dead will be guards of the cities and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But also a lot of times there will be like a really powerful dead person that goes, mm, Mortals, I'm going to take you as slaves. Num, 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 num. No, no, you know, just have them as slaves. It's like, we built your empire. Now you can build mine. Ah. Yeah. So. <laughs> One dead guy looks at humans. Mm, yes, I want to feel your skin. <laughs> so now it's entered the realm of chaos. Well, the, the, the time of chaos. It could basically just be a biography of how Nagash got fucked. No, Chaos really wanted this realm. Reamed his ass. Because the idea of Chaos winning this realm, if Chaos truly won the realm, all mortal lives would have no hope in death. Because they die, they go straight to Chaos. Yes, because before this, they had a comfort in death. They knew they're going to go to a different realm. And what they thought of what their outer life was going to be, that's what they were going to get. It was a very peaceful, serene area. Now it's enter chaos. They're like, I have a bunch of child molesters, and they're just like, mm, that looks pretty good. Uh-huh. And the child molesters in this would obviously be the chaos gods because let's be honest here, they're pretty fucking rapey. <laughs> they, 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 they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah especially Slanesh. Whoop! Stop it. Get no. some help. I need an adult. <laughs> no. Slanesh is awesome. Um, this is the reason why that chaos. Um, in the very beginning, when it came to the Age of Chaos, really focused on Shayish, and it really that that's what really drove the dagger between Nagash and Sigmar. And that's they wanted to create a civil war, but or like a war between the two that would weaken Nagash. That way, Chaos can have a better foothold in the realm of Shayish. And I guess they they kind of got what they wanted because Sigmar did go into Nagash and fuck shit up, but then he left pretty quickly. And he was like, Nah, fuck y'all. Azir is no longer is now a no fly zone. Yes, no. Two completely turned tables. Food. Main source of food is fish. <laughs> I feel like there's a Christianity joke here. What? That's what it stated. Um. Also, they're they're no stop. No, that's just so fucking out of place. I need I need to take a second and a moment of silence for me, please. I will continue with other just food. Fucking Zamboni. Um, just like by the way, tuna. <laughs> May I interest you in some fish? There's a bunch of zombies and one of just so much sashimi. <laughs> hey man, that's fish smell kind of funny. The zombie in line, do I look like I give a fuck? 
I'm just here for my tuna melt. Get the fuck out of Subway. <laughs> um, apparently, fruits there are very fla- um, unflavorful. Tasteless. That's a thunk. Too bad. That doesn't surprise me. Because the, the, they're very hearty, though. So filling, but not exactly tasty. Exactly. And easy, and, and grow, easy to grow. Yep. And um, the culture can be attributed to Russia, as my three words are going to be grim, somber, and insular. That sounds pretty Russian to me. I hold! <laughs> yeah. Um, also with the fear of Nagash. Yeah, that guy's a dick. <laughs> like, I love his aesthetic, but that guy's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Going, going off to inhabitants now. Humans, who would have thunk? Mm-hmm. Really? Elves. Or elves. It's actually not that surprising. Durden. Hmm. Grotz Oryx, Mordance, Vampires, Maligan? Skeletons. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oziric Bone Reapers. What? What? And Clan Snurk of Clan Mulder. A sub-clan of Clan Mulder? Yes. Interesting. Snurk. If you don't know what that is, that's Skaven. Snurk. Rats are just everywhere. Rats. Rats everywhere. Yes, yes! Uh-huh. And that's, um... The realm of that. Fill up your head! <laughs> so, going on, I was going to do Hish next, but uh, I think I think doing Guren is more more After the realm uh, of death, you got it. The realm of... Life. Ayo. All right, so Girin, but, uh, also, the realm of life, also known as the Jade Kingdom. Uh, so in terms of appearance, I just have one word, full caps, all stop, green. <laughs> there is a lot of life. Who'd have thunk in the realm of life? It's really yeah. funny considering how bad Alaria wanted to fucking kill herself for a while. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not long, wrong. Um, but no, so in the realm of life... Uh, there's just life unending. And what that what that means is it's not not unending in the sense of immortality. It's unending in that constant everywhere growth. you go, there is constant life. Gotcha. Um, and whereas in Nurgle's Garden, uh, there is constant life, but it's like life on the edge of death. Does, Nur- like, does Nurgle's Garden still exist in... Yes. Oh, so they haven't been able to fully get that shit out of there yet. Or can they ever? Well, I'm, I'm speaking more of his garden in, chaos, in the chaos realm, but... Oh, I thought you were saying that it's like there's like actually a presence of Nurgle's garden in Girin. Oh, there, there is, but I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, what I'm saying is that as opposed to um, the realm of life, Nurgle's garden is much more about, like... It focuses more on the death and the, um, the ending of life. Realistically, Nurgle's Garden sits more on the edge between life and death, whereas uh, the realm of life is life in balance. So there is life and there is death, but it's all harmonious and in balance. I feel feel like Nurgle's Garden has lots of fungus. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of. But yes, so Girin has basically just always been under siege by Nurgle. Uh, Nurgle aggressively wants to turn Girin into an A. Uh, another, er, basically an extension of his garden. I mean, yeah, I'm assuming that's the best place to have Nurgle's guard in the mortal realm. Yeah. So, uh, they're just constantly besieged by Nurgle. Uh, their symbol, or the symbol for Guren is the coil of life, uh, which is basically just a spiral with an arrow coming out of it. And then, 
life is basically everywhere. So walking through Girin, literally, you, you can't really see the sky. Just trees? It's just trees everywhere. Treetops, uh, bushes, forests, moss, grass, everywhere. Uh, oh, logging is also hella illegal in Girin. Honestly, you touch a tree, you just get deaded immediately. Yeah, no, you, you try and touch, you try and cut down a tree and the Sylvaneth are like, and we took that personally. Um, so logging is actually extremely illegal. Any human, or well, any settlements that's, that are built in Girin are either, grew? yeah, they're either kind of grown from the forest or stone and wood is imported from other realms. But just to give you an idea of how much life magic there is, because that obviously that's kind of the realm of Guren, I'm assuming is that, that their is magic that has a lot to do with life. The lore of life. Life yeah. energy is everywhere to the point where their continents, they're referred to as like supercontinents, basically actively mate with each other. That was the word that I read, was the continents mate with each other to create new continents or new land. Listen, so take um, that as you will. I'm going to need a video link. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another big important feature of Giron is the Aqua Giranus. Aqua Giranus? Aqua Giranus. It's water that runs through Giron. And it is actually capable of curing the corruption of chaos. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. Um, granted, you need a lot of that, but... It doesn't count no matter how much you need. The fact that it can is da-da-da-dummy thick. Yeah, so a vial of it can cure the common cold, whereas a vat of it can change the entire outcome of crops for a farm. So is it like if you have... So if, if you had just like... It's like basically take like the water of the Holy Grail and just issue. magnify it by cocaine. <laughs> so is it fair to say that let's say you had like a champion of Zinch, for instance, and you just like essentially drowned him in a tub full of it and then threw in some Mr. Clean and some steel wool and maybe a tad bit of bleach and you would you would pull out a whole ass normal person? I don't think it works like that. I think it's more like if I if, you know, me as a normal human was exposed to the taint of chaos and I was infected by like Nurgle's rot and they that. and they like soak and they were basically like beating me with uh, with sponges filled with this, <laughs> eventually I would become cured. Huh. Um, That's actually really, really nifty. I like this that. This is actually, Hold it's actually down. a... <laughs> yes, the taint of Slanesh must be purged from me. But no, uh... Get your hand <laughs> off my penis! Uh, but, no, it's actually used as a currency in some of the major cities. Because it's just that potent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their culture is their people are known to be very pragmatic and very forward thinking because for them life there's so much life around them they're never thinking or they they think more about the future about what the future holds the big big picture and big yeah they have they have very big picture ideals and things like that uh, and like I said earlier nature is always integrated into their society so either they basically grow their villages or it's important or everything's important. Uh, the big, in terms of their history, kind of the big couple events that happens is that in the Age of Myth, Alariel creates the Sylvaneth. And then she she actually kind of sings them into existence. And then during the Age of uh, Chaos, 
Nurgle is just like Let's get to work, gentlemen. I want that <laughs> I want that booty hole. And so Nurgle invades. She has some thick thighs. Oh my god. And they do in fact save lives. <laughs> but no, so Nurgle invades. And Nurgle just starts going to town on Guren and the, uh, his great unclean ones, his champions, the Skaven, they all get in on this. And it's called the War of Life. Uh, <laughs> and this continues all the way up until the, a- the Age of Sigmar. By the time of the Age of Sigmar, Alariel has basically become a shell of herself because of how much she's lost and she's hiding away. And then during the Age of Sigmar, she actually... She doesn't die, but she goes into hibernation, more or less. And then uh, she gets soaked in the blood of some of her most devout uh, followers. And then re-emerges in her war form. I'm assuming she's angry as fuck. Oh, she angry. <laughs> and, she, and this reignites the war of life. And yeah, between her and Sigmar and the Stormcast Eternals, they start kind of crumping. She rides but a yeah. cool beetle. Yeah. yeah. And then some of the major cities that... Could you imagine it was one of those beetles that like had where it like flicks its head and yeets things? I'm pretty if sure it, it is. If it's that big, like, hello, good unclean one. <clears throat> Yeet! <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure she rides a, uh, a Hercules beetle. Like just a big Hercules beetle. See this whole city? Fuck this city. What? Yeet! <laughs> just fucking... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Pardon me, but you're about to hit Mach 38. What? This is what light speed looks like. Anyway, um, some of the... So there's a, a few different uh, kingdoms in Guren called the Jade Kingdoms. Uh, there's the Green Glades, the Verdia, Verdantia, and Thyria. But that's, without getting into too much detail, that's basically the big overarching theme of um, Euron. And then as for the actual inhabitants, you have humans, you have dwarves, you have elves, you have Sylvaneth. You you actually still have uh, followers of Nurgle and Skaven who live there as well. They're probably just running for their fucking lives. (laughs) I'm fighting for my my life over here. (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, that's Euron. Cool. Um, Guess I'm up next once more. Uh, and I'm going to be talking this time about, uh, I believe it's pronounced Akshi. And this is the other more or less dwarven realm. Whereas, you know, in the, in Shimon we have the Karlan overlords. In Akshi we have the Fire Slayers. Which we have Techno Dwarves and we have Angry as Fuck Dwarves. <laughs> These are the Angry of Fuck Dwarves. Ah, angry. Basically. So, Akshi... we have to get him some milk. <laughs> <laughs> so... Akshi is the realm of fire. But that name is a little not quite correct with how the realm is. So something that I've come to the conclusion of is that if Slanesh wasn't still in her musty murder fuck hole where the, where, where the elves kind of shoved her into and closed the door, I believe that she would love Akshi. Because Akshi, to a certain extent, is a realm of emotion. Any type of emotion that the people... You good there, mate? I dropped my tablet. (laughs) Anywho. um, The people there, they're very... Impulsive would be a word to use for it, but basically it's the the inhabitants there. If they feel it, they do it. They're very much like... They they, they have very strong emotions, whether it be rage, passion, lust, things of... You know, hunger, anything like that. If they feel it, they, 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 they go for it. 
um, full force, whether that emotion be good or bad. I feel like there's a lot of rape culture. Why you gotta go there, mate? Just saying. Why you gotta go. I didn't say it was like everyone's like time to murder fuck everything that I see. They're just very passionate people. Okay. It's it. It's not so much like I'm angry, so I'm going to go murder. It's very much like I'm angry, so I'm going to express my anger. I'm not gonna like hide it away because that'd be the smart thing to do. Is if I'm angry, I'm gonna be mad. If I'm mad, I'm gonna be mad. If I'm lustful, I'm gonna be lustful. If I'm hungry, I'm gonna be hungry. If I'm happy, I'm gonna be happy. They they wear their they very much wear their emotions on their sleeves. Okay, it's kind of how the the people there are. Now, normally this tends more towards the, like the aggressive, you know, fighty shit. Like there's lots of like trial combats, tra- trial by combat, things like that. You know, there, people mm. definitely like that type of stuff there. But it's not just that. Um, and and the land itself also kind of echoes this sentiment because yes, this is the realm of fire. So there are you know, there's more volcanoes here than any in anywhere else. And, you know, there's more, definitely more like, you know, that kind of barren, sun-bleached, fire-esque um, terrain there. But the realm of fire also has, like, regions that are being constantly hit by raging blizzards. Um, there's also, like, jungles there that are so voracious that overnight you can take an area that's completely barren and then by the, by the next morning be coated in jungle. So, the, like, the land itself basically echoes the realm sentiment of like just aggressive just 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 forwardness and aggressiveness um and that's kind of how the realm works um the fact the big fact that lives here is like i said is the um, fire slayers which are just angry dwarves uh they live in their magma holes because like you know fire does fire and lava is the is the predominant terrain in this realm but um and also the reason why i didn't go over um the species that live in like the realm of metal and it's kind of the same as Akshi. There's lots of dwarves, a decent amount of humans, some beastmen, some skaven, a little bit of elves, things like that. But it's predominantly dwarves and humans. More dwarves than humans, obviously. Um, but Akshi is pretty important uh, because this is where uh, Grimnar fucking died. <laughs> this is where Grimnar fought Volcatrix, the mother of Salamanders, god beast. Um, this is where they, they offed each other and, uh, Grimnar exploded and, uh, his body parts became Urgle, which is how you get, you know, by Grimnir's left nut. By By Grimnir's left nut! Yes. We're gonna make that a shirt one of these days. 100%. One of these days. One of these days. Sorry, I'm petting a cat right now. Um, and another cool thing about the fight between... Grimnir and Volcatrix, besides the fact that they had that Sigmar v. Gorkamorka bullshit where like the mountains became plains and all the other like, crazy bullshit, is so Akshi was more or less uninhabitable. It was coated in like sulfur, I believe. And it was it was barren. The fight between Grimnir and Volcatrix was so explosive, and also because they both fucking bl- they is Volcatrix blew both herself and Grimnir the fuck up at the end, is it basically burned away. I believe it's sulfur from the realm and made it habitable. So the only reason why that realm was even livable is because Grimnir and um, Volgatrix went kablooby. Um, so that I, I I find that to be pretty fucking cool. Um, oh, I forgot this. Uh, the rune, the rune for Akshi is ironically called the Key of Secret or Key of Secrets, <laughs> which I find funny. Uh, think of a ring with like almost like a fish hook looking thing coming out of the left side of it. It's kind of what it looks like. 
But yeah, Key of Secrets. That one kind of caught me off guard, not gonna lie. Um, uh, something else that Grimnir did before he got deaded. Um, so there are these two god beasts. It was um, Ignax and... I forget it. I forget its name. It was the father of serpents, the father of drakes. Uh, they fought. Ignax won, but he was it was so beat up that it didn't have any energy left. Grimnir captured it and basically tied it to the fucking ceiling of um, Akshi, and that's and so in Ignax basically bathes the realm in constant light and is a constant source of fire because it's called Ignax is the solar drake. Hmm. So it's basically like a little mini sun that's constantly baking the land. Huh. I can't imagine this because I'm literally just thinking of a dragon like Godzilla on the verge of exploding, but just constantly there, just illuminated. That's kind of how I see it. I'm pretty sure why he did it was so like the darkness of chaos will never like encrouch his realm or something like that. I'm pretty sure why he did it. But yeah, that's something. He just basically stapled a fucking deific beast to the ceiling and it was just like, you, always on. Who gives a fuck about the electric bill? <laughs> basically what happened. Easy button. <laughs> staples uh, that was easy yeah basically Ooh, another thing that Sigmar did in Akshi I think this was before he freed Grimnir and Grungi from Shimon was there was something called the Volk Giants that that, that, ran, that, that ruled over Akshi and they were a bunch of dickbags and he, uh, he, murdered, he murdered them because Sigmar has plot armor so yeah that um, during the Age of Chaos who <laughs> Um, yeah, Akshi wanna, got fucked. Do you want to talk about it? Corn. All I'm saying is Akshi got cornflakes, and they got a lot of cornflakes. So during the uh, Age of Chaos, uh, Corgus Cole, which was like one of the biggest warlords of corn, of he was all up in Akshi's shit. And it's where the fucking Gortide was, which is basically the, the, the biggest horde of corn followers slash demons. During the Age of Chaos, that was an Akshi. And they... Yeah, blood for the blood god is all I'm saying. It was bad. Like, Corgus Cole came with his slaves of chaos, and they had this huge-ass fight murdering all kinds of barbarian tribes and whatnot and killing fire fire slayers in, in their holds and whatnot. And after, I think it was 888, ironically, champions died. Once again, that was planned. Um, a rip and reality tore out, and fucking corn demons came pouring in, and that was just the last straw. After that, there was just nothing. Nothing could be done with with Corgus Cole already formidable Gortide. Now with fucking demons in it, like it was just it was just done. So to the magma hole. Yeah, if only that worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the magma holes were a thing. But just imagine Corgus Cole in a gigantic like uh, one of those cat, one of the one of the nice cat bulldozers, and just beep, <laughs> and that was basically what the Gortide did to the whole fucking plane. It was bad. Okay. Corn blew up an island. Uh, something. How? I, it was something called like I, I think it's called the 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 Prismatrix or something like that. I didn't look too far into it, but it was a it was it was a weapon or like an island-sized weapon or a weapon on one of the islands, and it like killed a whole bunch. Of, it killed out like a whole army of corn, one of corn's whole armies, and corn took exception to that and just deaded it. Was like a hit? Yeah, he went boop, and it just kind of went <laughs> and died. So okay. yeah, corn killed an island. Okay. <laughs> nice. You're killing inanimate objects unless you're living in the realm of life. Because they like to get frisky over there. <laughs> Orcs were a thing. Orcs, I think it was the, um, God, the skull smashes. 
I think it might have been the Skull Smashers, I think. Orcs or Oryx? Fuck you, Orcs. Realistically, yes, Oryx. Whatever. Greenskins. There you go. Greenskins uh, basically had a whole, like, guerrilla tactic warfare against the demons, and it worked very well. And it aggravated Korn greatly. So Orc did Orc things. That was the thing that happened to the Edge Chaos. I just find that funny, because I can just see Orc be like, <laughs> and then running away. <laughs> Which is not how it would happen, but I don't know why. I'm just seeing Orcs and Blow Bob like, <laughs> got one, yeet, and just like, <laughs> scatters back off into the jungle. They become the Wizardmen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, another big thing. Ha oh, um, Vendel Blackfist. He was a champion or a leader of one of the of one of the last barbarian tribes to die to the Gortide. Is one of the last, last tribes to hold out, and he he went down fighting Corvus Cole. His him his tribe did, and they obviously they all died. But uh, Sigmar yoinketh him, and he is the one who became Vandis Hammerhand, which I'm thinking Phil probably knows a little bit about. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I yeah. think he, right now he's one of the, he's a Lord Celestant that rides a dragon mount Dracolith or something like that. Yeah, Dracolith. It's like dragon cavalry. Yeah, he was. He 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 uh, he initially died in the Age of Chaos, leading his barbarian tribe. Well, he came most back with of the fucking vengeance. Most of the named Stormcast died in the Age of Chaos. Yeah. But yeah. the, 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 that that was where he is from. Was he was from Oxine. He I think I think it was a leader of one of the last barbarian tribes to to die. That man has a cool helmet. That man had a fucking vengeance. Yep. He, 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 all I'm saying is AOS. He came out and he was like me, Corvus Cole. A date and the date is my fucking hammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. AOS ran, when AOS came around. Oxy sick. I personally, I would say personally. Sigmar fucked shit up in the Age of Sigmar when the Stormcast came in and the Realm Get Wars and all that. Sigmar fucked up Oxy the most. Like, Sigmar came in and he was like, he looked at Korn, he was like, you, I am the captain now. And that is basically what happened. I take personal offense to your existence. We, oh, yeah. We shall be rectifying Fucking that. Like, Sigmar came in and fucked the Gortide up. It was one of those, like, in one decisive strike, Korn's hold on Oxy went mm -hmm. from basically iron-fisted and absolute to, like, oh, my fingers are broke. What the fuck just happened? So, yeah, Korn, Sigmar hit Oxy like a train. Um, and um, I think I think one of, the, one of the bigger cities in the Age of Sigmar is in Oxy. It's called Hammerhall. Mm. I think it's one of the bigger cities. Oh, in that, okay, yeah. And I believe that one was Oh, God, I think that one was built around, the, around, around one of the realm gates. But that was also built during the AOS, and that is an Oxy. So, yeah. Um, and like I said, the, um, as far as like inhabitants, the people, the people that live in Akshi kind of mirror the people that live in, live in Shimon is dwarves, predominantly dwarves, humans, there's some Skaven in there because fucking Skaven are everywhere. Um, a little sprinkling of everything else. Um, architecture wise, architecture wise in, um, Akshi, a little more traditional dwarvish from the, uh, old times. Magma holds, you know, big stone citadels of thick walls and all that dwarvy bullshit the um shaman is worth a little more like gothic machinery and shenanigans but um architecture steampunk, and, steampunk yeah that's good that's good um Akshi is very much like big thick walls things like that um i think that is about all that i need to go over for Akshi. okay i'm going off to gur the also known as the realm of beast um it is a realm of untamed savagery, and only the strongest hope to survive. I feel like Gur would look like Lustria. 
from the old world. Yeah. If we have any Total War II players, I'm assuming Gur just kind of looks like maybe a slightly more foresty version of Lustria. Yeah. Um, it's also known as a realm of life, but it's a realm of life in a different sense than... Probably more savage life than just like life no, itself. No, it's, it's the competition of life. Yeah. So that that's what it means. It's like everything competes against each other. Everything is predator and prey. Even the land. Yes, even the land. There is um there is a account where a mountain literally moves across the land and then it's fighting a forest where the forest actually, in order to fight back, grows its roots deeper. So it prevents the mountain from moving. What the fuck? Yeah. I I Okay. I'm just gonna accept that one. Yeah, but overall for the culture, it is very straightforward, pragmatic, and adaptable. They deal with every situation head on, because how else are you going to do it? When... I feel like lots of orcs are in Gr... Orcs. Yes. Um, I was actually going to try to cover this all without touching the <laughs> the Iron Jaws, because if you go on the Lexicanum, it doesn't touch Iron Jaws, but if you go on the Wiki, it gets like... A few sentences, and the rest of it is just Iron Jaws. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because the Iron Jaws, they're in the Age of Chaos. All up in that shit. They're in the Age of Chaos. That's when they came to power. They just sat there just like, we don't care what you are. We just want to fight. Listen, all I'm saying is, log. <laughs> More or less. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and they don't ever, they don't care about death. They All they only care about is the joy of battle. Do it works ever? No, this, this is the culture of overall. This is oh, even humans. okay. Yeah, because it, it is a very savage place. It is very hard to live here because it is... It's every, very much survival of the fittest. Exactly. I said some lots of Darwin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the cities and Gur, because they are still cities, um, they're made by the bones of the titanic monsters that used to live there. Oh. Yeah. Huh. And um, their architecture is to have consistent bones spiking out of the city so other titanic monsters won't come and attack that city. Oh, so they'll like build the city inside of the rib cage and the rib cage will like protect them? Something like that, yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's kind of cool, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna um, lie, that's kind of hot. <laughs> but overall, yeah, there's. I found nothing for the Age of Chaos other than the Iron Jaws coming to power. It is. What 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 actually changes if you live your life in the like in the hope of uh, enjoying battle? What changes? What 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 the fuck were you gonna do to into chaos? Gorkamorkas there just like please fight me, motherfucker! Like exactly. What are you gonna do? I don't even I don't even think like. Realistically, Gur was probably the place that was least affected by the Age of Chaos, while also being highly affected by the Age of Chaos. Because it's it's like that joke about uh, from. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, from Helsing Abridged uh, on uh, YouTube. Don't you dare. On YouTube, where they're like, oh, and by the way, America's burning. What? Why? Oh, the vampires are there too? No, it, it it's just self-imploding again. And it's like, what? It's kind of one of those things, like, oh yeah, during the Age of Chaos, Gur was a realm of constant fighting, and then you go back and you read the Age of Myth, and during the Age of Myth, Gur was a, Gur was a realm of constant fighting, and it's like, wait a minute. What the... It's just copy-pasted. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is, they're always fighting. And during the Age of Chaos, they were just a lot more spiky. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
more bits. You please don't. You can put that water... Put the sprayer down. <laughs> just, just holding it. Okay. <sighs> I'm getting me mallet. <laughs> Speaking of constant conflict. All I'm saying is you shot me first, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's right. definitely a fair point. All right, um, and the neutral party shall hold on to the spray bottle. If you squirt. Fucking, if you fucking squirt me, I swear to God. But what if I squirt everybody? Yourself first. Only if you squirt both yourselves twice. Because <laughs> then we'll all be even. But There's a squirt bottle here, fair. and we're all children. Continue. Um, so that's pretty much everything about the Gur. Um, fucking squirt bottle. Actually, I remember this symbol because y'all been outclassing me when it comes to this for the symbols. It's just an arrow. It's just an arrow for Gur. It's just an arrow? Just an arrow. Like bow and arrow. What did you throw? Oh, water. Okay. Um, but I'll just go to so now I to the um, the that. inhabitants. Are you ready for the inhabitants? In alphabetical order. Oh! oh. Ales. Excellent. Um, that includes the Deepkin. No surprise there. And the Scourge Privateers, which I'm guessing are, like, Dark Elves. Yeah. 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 Durden. Uh, particularly Fire Slayers. Really? Yeah. Um, no Dirk Gargants. Shocking. Giant Worms. Are we talking, like, Dune? No, wait a minute. I meant to say Great Worms. Ah. So are we talking, like, Dune? I don't know. Wait, uh, is it worm with an O or worm with a Y? Okay, listen, are the worms measured... Worm with an O. Are the, worm with an O? Ooh, we might be talking dune. Are dune. the worms measured in meters or kilometers? <laughs> I'm pretty sure or kilometers. Co- or kilometers, Whoa. sorry. Meters Whoa. or kilometers. Well, kilometers is... Kilometers, yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, grots. That's fucking terrifying. Big yeah. worms freak me out. <laughs> um, grots. Humans. Um, there, there's a, a um, thing called the ver... Vermtie nomads, which are known as worm riders. So Dune. <laughs> so Dune, gotcha. Um, it's Dune, but less sandy, more le- more leafy. Yeah. Ogres, oryx, sandcrit, San- sandcrit. Actually, this is pretty interesting. It's a reptilian race. Ooh. Yeah, a reptilian race uh, with a small empire at the northern edge of the Sea of Bones. Okay, I don't care who you are. Sea of Bones is a badass name. Yeah. Um, Skaven. Um, really? No, no, Why do I feel like Gru in general, in fact, doesn't need any more milk? <laughs> um, Clan, Clan Rucket is the one that lives there. Oh, of course. Uh, Rictus, you mean? Rucket? You see? Rucket. It's gonna be that one. Oh, I meant that one. Rucket? Yeah, Rucket. I thought it was Rictus for a second. I was nope. like, fuck Rictus. <laughs> I, I, in fact, can read. Me and my homies all hate Clan Rictus. <laughs> I didn't require to read to be an Aggie, but I can still read. That's 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 a pretty apt description of Texas. As, someone, as, someone, as someone who is a diehard UT fan, this makes me a little moist. <laughs> um, UT's just like TikTok thoughts and Instagram influences. Oh, these I days. am I am aware, but back when Dude, the, back have the you been board, on Tinder back when the Longhorns and the Aggies yeah, were in the girlfriend. same division, mm-hmm. if I said I like Aggies, my grandfather would kick me out of no, the house. Um, <laughs> so actually, I'm gonna just die. This is going on a um, tangent. They're back in the same division. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, no, because people people went people went to the Texas 
government, like the state no, no, government. No, 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 no. UT joined the SEC. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I thought this was and, that whole petition at the and, government thing. And on the SEC network thing, uh-huh. the, like not their like network, they gave or like something. It was like the poll. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry, guys, for all that are like outside of the United States that don't understand jack squat about this. But on the poll, uh-huh. they had all like the list of where they're going to be like the no- like what number of the football teams are going to be. A and M is going to be like sixth. Well, mm-hmm. UT is going to be like thirteenth or something. Mm-hmm. But on this national poll from this network. They did horns down. <laughs> I am filled with nothing but rage. <laughs> they did horns down. I went, oh my gosh. There has to be an Aggie up there. <laughs> I am Jesus. filled with nothing but rage. <laughs> yeah, so they took their um, Man, thing. football, but whatever. And they just flipped it upside down, and I was like, whoa. That's that's pretty. That's uh, a spicy. Them some, them some fighting words right there. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Oh uh, no! Go ahead. Anywho, back to Warhammer. My back, bad. back to Warhammer. Um, sun. Um, the Sunworm. This is with a Y. I'm assuming God Beast. I don't know. It just says Sunworm. Well, it's not plural, so I'm going to assume it's a big end. I'm going to assume. Well, Shagoth is not plural either. But also, stays fair. I can't. I I really hope we get the Shagoth army. I really want a Shagoth army. I would want the Shagoth and the Gargant army to just fuse to big shit army. <laughs> uh, no, I want Shagoth so that, like, um, Kragnos has more of a place. But Kragnos is not a Shagath. No, but... Shagath, Shagath and Krag... Um, yeah, yeah, yes, I know, I know. They are different. But centaur-like things. He's got a point. They are, that is fair, but I will say that Shagoths are more, like, dragon-esque. They have yeah. tails and shit, oh, or... Yeah. Kragnos is more just horse dude. Yeah. Um, He's a... No. Yeah, horse dude. Soul Blight. Vampires. Really? Yeah. They live there too? Yep. And the Sylvan. Sylvan, if I understand. Yeah. So, yeah. That's... What the fuck are the Soul Blight doing there? Um, oh, I just got my dresser. Um, that's a good question. They're everywhere. That's fair. Excuse me, but it's turn currently your turn to go next. <laughs> Sorry, I heard a cat fucking with things, so I had to leave the room. You know, you know where Freya is right now. Oh no! I'll get her. No, 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 no! She's fine. Go look at the bottom of the hutch. Is she taking a nap? Go look real quick. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, start well, doing this. Fucking precious. You start your um. World. Yeah. So next up is gonna be. Not next up. The final one. Oh yeah, I guess it is the final one. All right. Finally, to wrap things up, we have Hish. Realm of Light. So, the Realm of Light is considered to be the the exact opposite of the Realm of Shadows. It's they actually in the lore they're often spoken of in the same system in the same sentence. But it is known for its reason, symmetry, and purity. So the symbol there is the Serpent of Light, which they call it the Serpent of Light. It looks nothing like a serpent. It's literally a wheel separated into, or a wheel with, I think it's like nine or ten spokes in it, and with an arrow coming out of it. But they're renowned for their, the people there are renowned for their enlightenment and revelations. There, It's the, the realm itself is kind of the embodiment of light, truth, purity, and wisdom. And it's split, split into ten mega continents. 
Hello, Freya. Ten? Do you want attention? Yeah. Jesus. Can I help you, cat? Our cat's currently talking to us. She has important things to say. Meow. All right. Back on topic, though. All right. So, uh, in terms of the culture of the people who live there, they're very much enlightened perfectionists and uh, high thinking. So they always seek knowledge, and meditation and debate are very common inside of Hish. Uh, and now you might think that that would lead to more of the population being academically minded, which to a certain extent is true because Hish has the highest population of talented arcane magic users. But there's still a decent amount of war because high over pompous as fuck, yeah? Uh, getting to that, but that's not quite true. Uh, the big thing though is that they do, they do value martial and intellectual disciplines equally. So, going seeking knowledge and things like that isn't, uh, or seek, while seeking knowledge is highly renowned, seeking perfection in your actions and so becoming very martially proficient and earning a prowess in martial capabilities is also seen as a way to enlighten yourself. And so it is just as equally valued. Right. It's not like you only have that academic knowledge. It's more just learning arts in general is, as mm -hmm. long as you're doing it with, like, wholeheartedly, it's 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 it's, it's a good thing for that. Yeah. So uh, as for their history in the Age of Myth, it, this was actually the place where Tyrion and Teclis awoke. And then Teclis built uh, Lyriu, the biggest... Uh, I think it's the biggest city on Hish. In the Age of Chaos, the great nations, actually, all the great nations, so each one of the, or nine of the ten continents actually has a nation that's located there. And they actually fell into squabbling and fighting against each other and effectively civil war amongst themselves because of the corruption of Slaanesh. Slaanesh actually was able to start correcting them. And it's because they use magic so commonly and so many of the people there are practitioners that Slaanesh was more easily able to alter their minds and uh, influence them. So like old world elves. Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, the big thing that happened though is because of all of this magic that was being thrown about in these wars, the demons were actually able to breach into uh, Hish due to the un instability of magic in the area. And so that was how uh, Chaos managed to get into Hish was through these, like, rents in reality. I swear to God, it's a tale as old as time when it comes to either 40K or AOS or even fantasy is elves always fuck themselves. Mm -hmm. A little bit. They, they are always the architect of their own demise. Mm -hmm. so, it's kind of it's sad. Yeah. So what ends up happening is after this happened, Teclis uh, communes with Selenar, which is the spirit of the moon oh. in Hish. And basically they learn how to commune with each other. And Selenar uh, and Teclis together then teach the rest of the population in Hish how to commune with the spirits. So uh, when I say that like the realm itself is known for its enlightenment and things like that, literally the realm itself the land is smart no the land itself actively tries to improve the knowledge and the understanding of the population who lives there that's through pretty, the spirits that's pretty neat 
I like that. Yeah. And then in the Age of Sigmar, uh, yeah, the, the elves fought chaos. Like, nothing really happened. Um, in, as far in, as in I'm... In the Age of Sigmar? Yeah. Nothing really big. How though. hard do the elves get fucked in the Age of Chaos? Uh, at least in, at least in, in Hish, specifically. In Hish? So w- what I was reading didn't really list so much about, like, how, you know, absolutely crumped anybody got during Chaos. I'm assuming they kind of had a rough time of it. Because everyone what I was did, reading, more or less. Yeah, from what I was reading is it wasn't... They came out... They definitely could They could have come out worse. It could have been worse, yeah. Yeah, it could have been worse. Which, when it comes to the Age of Chaos, that's what the best thing you can get is it could have been worse. Yeah. So, of the... So, these ten continents are also called, collectively, the ten paradises. Uh, only nine of them are inhabited. Because one of them is so... It's not exactly corrupt, but the, the the physical design of the land itself and the appearance of the land, the geometry of it almost defies reality. And mortal minds basically can't comprehend it. Like, so, nobody goes there because they look at it and it's like, oh, wow, I think I'm going insane. So for all my Magic the Gathering homies out there, is it like some Zendikar bullshit? Yeah. Where it's, oh yeah, this entire mountain is... Floating, it's like, but why though? Actually, floating mountains are pretty common across a lot of the different realms. This is more like, oh, that tree branch is making five right turns. Five 90 degree right turns. And not colliding with itself. Oh, I think I'm having a stroke at the moment. Like, oh man, I think I'm having a stroke that didn't take my... <laughs> yeah. More or less. Yeah. Sounds like some Zinchi bullshit right there. It's not really Zinch. It's more just the fact that, like, the Devon... It's... Hish is so perfect that this is, like, the culmination of perfection, and the mortal mind can't comprehend that, is kind of what I was reading. Oh, the dude, fucking course the elves have that shit. It's mm-hmm. so perfect that it makes people kill themselves. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the elves kill themselves too if they go there. I know, but it's just like even back to Wolfwain in, in, in fantasy, where they mm-hmm. had the little island and everything was like rainbows and unicorns and everything was perfect. Yeah, the fucking crazy elves, high elves, always have that shit. Yeah. And then there's a few. There's what four of them? Pompous. Five Very of them. Much so. Yeah, so five of the populated realms are all uh, martially inclined, and they're they follow the teachings of Tyrion. Uh, there's a couple of them that uh, one of them is actually a matriarch, matriarchy that follows Teclas, and then there's a couple other ones that follow the uh, like three or four other ones that follow the teachings of Teclas as well. Right, so they're they're they're, they're about as equal as they can be, having an odd number. Mm-hmm. Cool. And in terms of like their fashion and things like that, basically they all just wear green. <laughs> they they tend to wear a lot of like green and cream and things like that. Right. Uh. But yeah, that's kind of the big thing for the, for Hish. That's the overarching idea. So I guess this kind of wraps us up. Cool. For the realms. Yeah, we didn't have a two and a half hour episode this time. It went a little longer than I thought it was, but it's not horrible. Yeah. I'm I only had three strongs. Only three strongs. Only yeah. three. Yeah. I'm maybe having a fourth. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> Yeah, um, yep, that's a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Someone spram, give him a fifth. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys and gals for joining us for our third episode. I hope, you know, oh, if you've been sticking don't, with us. 
don't be afraid to reach out to us on our social medias yeah, that definitely. are in the description. Just, just remember, folks, the worst we can do is just leave you on red and never respond. I'm going to go grab a pack of cigarettes and I'll see you in 30 minutes. Bye, Dad. Feeling that on a personal level, it kind of hurts. <laughs> my soul, my heart, my soul. It just kind of hurts. Just it's, it's like those all those girls on those dating apps who match with you and you respond, and then they're like, "Time to leave you on red and never respond back." I'm here for you. Because I feel bad. Oh, you're not. You're gonna go get cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if y'all have been sticking with us the, for all three of our episodes, we really appreciate y'all. Everyone who's downloading, y'all are fucking awesome. Um, really hope y'all enjoyed it, and um, unless we have anything else that we want to say, we will see you beautiful motherfuckers in two weeks. See you in two weeks, folks. Yeah, two weeks. Peace.